Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. This is your girl, you know, Fabulous Frida, always your host to bring you the most of WDGS on your podcast station. And today, 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 as it is the landmark for lovers, that's right. It is considered a landmark day for lovers. But this is the thing. Is it really love? Mm. You know, for many, 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 many years, I've never been big on using that word unless I felt an authentic way of being. I always wanted to make sure, is it really love? You know, sometimes people get in the habit of just saying something because they think it's the right thing to say or the best thing to say or it's the appropriate thing to say. But do you really mean it when you say it? Do you really show it if you know it? Well, I tell you what I've came to, my personal belief and opinion. Most people really don't know how to love. And that's why I asked the question, is it really love? Many a times, I think people confuse. Well, let me talk about me. I know for many years, I confused what I thought was love with lust. And until God had to really teach me, it's really love. You see, I never understood love. In the realm of religion. I never understood love in the realm of even spirituality. I only understood love from my feelings and my flesh. And so because my flesh and my feelings dictated to me, okay, well, if you feel good about this situation or this particular person, that means you love them. And if they make you feel some type of way, if they make you feel mad or they make you feel sad, guess what? You don't love them anymore. And even if you felt like you did, you didn't treat them like you did. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So the question goes back to, is it really love? Is it really love? Or is it really lust? Because, see, lust comes in different ways. And lust is just not about being sensual or sexual. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Lust exceeds way more than that. Oftentimes, that's the only thing we will equate lust to is being sensual and sexual. But let me tell you, that is so far, far from the truth. Just like as far as from the truth is when a person say they love you and they don't know how. I'm just saying, is it really love? Well, when the Bible speaks of lust, so we can get a full understanding. It talks about lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh. And that's not that's not indicative to being sensual or sexual. Sometimes you can lust for food. Sometimes you can lust to be admired. Sometimes you can lust to be desired. Sometimes you can lust for clothes. Sometimes you can lust for cars. Sometimes you can lust for 
for cash. And see what happens when you lust for something, you get consumed by it. And you might think that you really love something, but it's actually something that you're lusting. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So I want to ask you again, is it really love? You know, on this day today, there are many people receiving flowers and texts and phone calls and and visits and, and, and going out to eat and dinner. And it's amazing how you can find people on a day that people have labeled for love, but outside of this day, they may go all the way to next year, three to six months before they show any type of compassion of love, of what they think is love. Let me put it that way. Because if it's really love, it won't take February the 14th for you to display it. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You know, one of the things about me, has always been what a person display. If I got to coerce a person to receive it, if I got to ask them to get it, if I got to hint around, you know, to obtain it, then you know what? To me, the meaning of it is not there anymore. I used to say, you know what? If my feet hurt and I got to tell somebody one, two, three, and ABC what to do. I think if I mention my feet hurt, if they want to do something to eliminate that pain, then they will offer to do it. Now, I got to let it be known now. One thing about people, if you don't want to put people in a position, and I don't, to be no mind reader. So whatever my request, like the Bible say, make your request known. So if my request known is that my feet hurt, so if you know if somebody want to soak my feet in some hot water or rub them, that's a good thing. But if I got to tell you two or three times and let you know, then I, I'm, I'm going to question, is it authentic? Are you doing it because you feel like it, you desire to do it, you want to do it, or are you just doing it because I'm complaining about it? Is it really love? Why do you feel the way? Listen to me. According to the Bible, and this is how I learned the difference between lust and love. And there's a lot of people today, if you're in your feelings because you didn't get a phone call, because you didn't get some roses, because you didn't get a card, because you didn't get a GIF, a text, a phone call, let me, let me just share with you. The greatest love is not the love, and this is my opinion based on biblical principles, the greatest love is not the love you sit back and wait to receive. To me, based on biblical principles, the greatest love is what you release. What love are you giving? See, one thing about the Bible, why I love it, because it validates everything that it says. It says in order to have a friend, you first must be friendly. In order to, to receive, you must give. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So if you're feeling like you're not loved, then ask yourself the question, do you give love? And when you give it, is it really love? You know, for years, one of the things that kept me centered to know not to say that word so often because 
I feel there's a certain protocol for people who really love you. And one of them to me, one of the biggest things that always was a red flag for a person to, to convince me that they love me would be loyalty. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If you, if a person showed me they had no loyalty to me being connected with them, they could tell me they loved me all day and all night. I still would not believe them. Is it really love? You know, recently I was sharing with a relative yesterday, a person that I love and a person that I express my loyalty. So, you know, some years ago, a cousin, another cousin mentioned something to me about another cousin and the cousin that they mentioned to me what they said, you know, because of my loyalty to that cousin, I shared it. And I told them not in a way to cause confusion or division, but because this cousin, I have a loyalty to. This was the cousin when I was a teenager and I used to wonder, I used to wonder, I was a wanderer and I was trying to figure my way and find my way. But one thing about this cousin, no matter what night or day, no matter what time, you don't hear me now, I could show up to their house at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, it didn't matter. And one thing about this cousin, they would always open their door. They would always give me the, 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 the basic essentials and tell me, listen, here's some pajamas. Because I go there, dressed, left the club or wherever I wandered from. They never made me feel ashamed. They never made me feel embarrassed. They always was available, no matter what. And you know what? People had things to say about this relative because some people think they bougie. And some people just didn't understand them. But I stayed loyal to them out of my love because they showed me love. So it didn't matter what other people said about them. Even if somebody came and told me that that same cousin had something to say about me, you know what? It didn't matter. And they could have talked and said something I didn't like. But you know what? It never trumped what they showed me. They always open their door. And when they open their door, they just didn't open it and give me some pajamas to put on and let me take a shower because they kids in the bed. They'll take their daughter out the bed sometime, put them in the bed with them and let me have their daughter room. I'm talking about three in the morning, two in the morning, 11 at night. I'm not talking about during the daytime. And she never gave me a speech. She never gave me a speech. And when I say a speech, I'm not saying she didn't talk to me, but she never gave me a speech about showing up to her house any time of the night, that kind of speech. She never gave me a speech about helping me if she helped me with something. And whenever the next morning when I, we would wake up, she would always put my name in the pot. You know what people call, put your name in the pot. Then that means whatever she fixed for her and her children, she added extra for me. And when you find people like that, oh God, help me today. 
That's when you understand what love is. See, but when you get them people and then they open their door for you and you go in their house and then before you can get out their house, they ain't got nothing good to say. And one thing about this person as well, it don't matter who came to see me. Listen, I was a teenager. My boyfriend could have came. My cousins, other cousins could have came. Whoever came to their house to see me, they was always welcome. She never complained. So, you know, that to me is a loyalty of love. And again, don't I listen, I don't confuse stuff. I know things been said. I know things been said because people come back and say stuff. But you know what? That never stopped me from loving this person. Because no matter what was said, I'm going to go by what somebody showed. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. No matter what's said, I'm going to go by what's showed. No matter what's said, I'm going to go by what I see. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. So when I see the loyalty, regardless, and I feel I can go to their house right now in the same way they opened the door when I was 17, 18, and 19, they'll still open the door today and put my name in the pot. That's a loyalty of love. And when you got somebody that will always open their door and let you in, no matter what time, day or night, no matter what you're going through, no matter what situation, that person, you can always call them and they will always, I mean always, make sure to do something if they can to help you. That's the loyalty of love. Now I want to tell you what the Bible say real quick. The Bible says that when we find love, we're going to find somebody that's patient with us. They're going to be patient. They're going to be kind. They're not going to envy you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. They are not going to envy you. And when you got people that envy you, let me tell you what they do. They always try to put you on the table for the topic of discussion to talk bad about you. That's an envy spirit. I'm just giving y'all clues so you can detect and determine is it really love. Love is kind. That means they won't bring you the bone to hurt your feelings. I'm just saying if it's really love. Love not only does is it not envy. But it don't boast. That means they're not running around the world telling everybody what they doing for you. Because, see, this is the thing about love. You don't have to boast because the people who you do for, they'll tell. They'll tell people, you know what? That person really blessed me. If they choose to, that person has always been good to me. Just like I'm telling you about this relative. That person has always been good to me. Love. Love is not arrogant. Do y'all know what arrogant mean? Because some people, they don't know what arrogant mean. But let me tell you what arrogant mean. Arrogant mean when you... Reveal an exaggerated sense of importance of your own ability. You know how some folks do that. That's arrogant. They want to exaggerate how important they are or how loving they are or how compassionate and how they this and how they that. 
and what they do and what they didn't do because they want you to have a sense that they are important. That's arrogant. The Bible calls it boasting. I'm just saying in, in a lot of areas. So, 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 so when we look at the scripture of the defined meaning of love, it say it's not arrogant or rude. Y'all got to really got that, get that word rude. And what I mean rude is not when you tell the truth, because so many people get confused. Telling the truth is not rude. Rude is when people give you the dial tone. Rude is when people cuss you out and you don't be scratching your head trying to figure out why. Rude is when people shut their door in your face and slam it. Rude is when, and, and you be standing there looking. Rude is when people invite you in, but they treat you like an outcast. Rude is when people are not respectful. They're not respectful. That's being rude. So it's, 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 it does not insist on having its own way. Hello, is it really love? How often times do people, I'm telling y'all, listen, I had, to, I had to study this scripture for 40 days and dissect it for God to teach me how to love. That's why when I say I love everybody, I sincerely mean that. Because it taught me that when I have to ask myself, is this about having my way? Because when you're, when you operating in that facility, in that conduct, in your character, it's always about a person. They gotta get their way. You gotta answer the telephone when they call. Hello. They gotta keep you on the phone when you on there. Hello. They gotta have their way. And if they don't get their way, you gonna see a ugly way. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you that. They will turn around and then figure out who they can call to dog you out. All because they couldn't get their way. Is it really love? I'm just asking. So when we look on in the scripture, it say love is not irritable. So when you start getting irritable and you want to cuss folks out and hang up on them and slam doors in their face, I'm just saying, is it really love? If somebody did it to you, would you and told you I'm doing, I'm treating you like this because I love you. Would you really believe them? Hello. Love, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing. What does that mean? That means that even if they did you wrong, they won't boast and brag about it. They won't be happy because they mistreated you. They won't be happy because they lied on you. They won't be happy because they they threw you under the bus and rolled over you. They won't be happy about that. But they will rejoice in, get this now, the truth. So now you see why I say the truth. It's not rude to tell the truth. Because you'll rejoice in the truth. You'll be glad for somebody to tell the truth if you love them. Now listen, everybody, is it really love? I'm just asking. Now those are the reflections that the Bible talks about when it talks about the kind of love, including true love. And again, that has come from 1 Corinthians. Y'all know my favorite, the 13th chapter. 
verse 4 through 8. So when we look at love from a Bible perspective, is it really love? Why you feel that way? Is it really love? I'm just saying. When the scripture talks about genuine love, and you hold that scripture up to the people in your life that bought you something for Valentine, is it really love? I'm just saying. Or are they just doing this because today is labeled for Valentine's and then next week they talking to you any kind of way, treating you any kind of way? Was that true love according to the Bible? I'm just asking, is it really love? And contrary to what many people believe, trust me, the Bible reveals that love is much more than just an emotion or a feeling. That's why I keep trying to tell people, just because you feel something, don't make you right. You could be feeling lust. And I'm not talking about sensual and sexual. You could be feeling that lust that make you feel that you are arrogant and important. I'm just saying, hello. You could be feeling lust. So when you look at the love, love never fails. That means love don't fall out. Even if you choose to disconnect you will not stop loving for a person. You will not stop praying for a person. You will still be willing to be kind and treat them right. So I just wanted to share that today. That if you didn't get anything on this holiday, that doesn't mean you're not loved. Let me tell you, one of the greatest loves, like I said to me, is giving. You might didn't receive, but you can give. And to me, one of the greatest loves to me is loving God. I was sharing with my relative yesterday when they called. And they was just saying how much they love Jesus. I said, oh, me too. And how much we love God. And so God says in his word that when we love him, the reason it say we will keep his commandments and obey him, because that's what real love does. Real love always want to treat God right and do right by God. And real love will always do the same thing when it gives love. It will want to give love and treat people right and do right by them. And even though, and I'm telling y'all, listen, y'all got to grab this. Throughout my life, a lot of people had things to say that wasn't nice about me. And sometimes when they said things that wasn't nice, it was the truth. And many a times, though, they said things about me that was not true. And so, you know, for years and years and years, sometimes I shared a lot of tears. But then God began to teach me how to love. And that's when he said, well, you know, Alfreda, because love tells the truth. So for all the people that told the truth, guess what? You have the same option. You can tell the truth too. But you're going to find out if they love you like you love them. Because when they said things, even though some of them was lies, big lies, you still love them. And when they told the truth, you still love them, even though it may not sound good. 
So, guess what? You have that same free will liberty. You can now tell your truth. And you can see, though, if those people are going to still love you and still be loyal to you. The way you were with them, now you get a chance to see. And that's why I asked the question, is it really love? Did you really think it was love? Well, you know one way to find out. When people tell your business and your truth, and you tell their business and their truth, and you will see if they still are open to you like you were open to them. You still open your door and open your heart in spite of all the things you used to hear. And some of them was not truth, and some of them was some big lies. But you still open your heart and open your door. And some of y'all open your purses and your pocketbooks, I'm saying, and your pockets. But people still, they still, and they take your emotions, they steal your, your, your joy, your happiness, and they say that they love you. Mm. Well, I'm back to the same question. Is it really love? Or was it just... Is it just an illusion? Mm. Is it just a lust? Is it really love? You know, sometimes love can be an illusion. And a person could think it's love unless they understand the ingredients, the ingredients of authentic love. And it's not just the ingredients that you put in to equal love. It's when you stir those ingredients up and they begin to have that sweet smelling aroma. That's what the Bible says. It should be a sweet smelling aroma. That aroma that when you come into a room, people are delighted to embrace your presence. People are excited and happy to see you enter. Or are you carrying this aroma that when you go into a room, people already know that's the person that always puts stuff on the table that's not joyful. That's not happy. It indicates an evil and an envy. Listen to me. I have never seen in my life of living so many people that walk under an illusion of love. Why do I say that? And the sad part, they inflict that type of false illusion of love in the people that's around them. They use the word, I love you, like many people did February 14th. But the ingredients that God says to display, it's not there. 
let me tell you, I even dealing with people in businesses. I recently had an encounter where I had to go to the dentist. And the only reason I know that we move beyond and move past, because when I went back, God told me, say, you have to show the ingredients of love. Not to say that the lady was rude, but listen, I don't know what's going on in a lot of these people that work in places that they do not own. Y'all have to grab this. They do not own food industries, you name it. They will get in their attitudes and they will treat you like you personally attacking them when you know they have a job to do. They have a service to render. But do they do that? Do they love their job enough to not make it personal, but do their due diligence? I'm telling you, these are things I've been noticing in the last three years. I've dealt with one person in the last three years that just always stand out, who never made their job personal, but always made it professional. When I say always, I mean always. And that lady She, I'm telling you, she got a promotion. They said a big promotion. But I prayed and I asked God because this lady has always, she was always efficient. If I call her today, she called me back today. Whatever affairs that my business needed to be addressed, she did it efficiently and in a matter of time. That made sure. And she was always polite. And let me tell you something. I'm serious. If people understood that when God say, if you walk upright. See, this is the part where a lot of people miss their blessings. I was sharing a prayer yesterday with the senior citizen. And she was sharing some things with me. And I said, well, we just pray for that person. And she was just saying, you know, the spirit of the individual. And I said, well, you know what? One thing that people get in trouble is when they disrespect their elders. The Bible says that an elder who rules well, who teaches the word and doctrine is due double honor. I said, this is why a lot of people get in trouble. They try to make things personal instead of being obedient to the word. I said, but you know what I'm learning? I said, a lot of people, they don't know God's word. Because if they knew God's word, that's the part. If they knew better, they would do better. But I said, but one thing for certain, everybody knows how to be decent, respectful, and in order. And if a person was not taught that, then shame on the parents. I'm just saying. And if a person was taught that and they won't honor that and they won't do that, well, shame on them. Listen to me. Is it really love? Because love comes with different ingredients to stir in and make manifestation. 
and not not that you have to interact or engage because the person was telling me that they this is a senior citizen that they just stopped dealing with that person. And I said to them, I said, well, you know what? That's not out of biblical order. Because the Bible says that we don't have to be entangled in those yokes of bondage again. The people who do things that is devious, the people who do things that is dirty and low down, we don't. We never have had to continue to engage. I do it when I know it's been it's been done to me. But 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 the reason I do it because I never stop engaging in any shape, form, or fashion because I know the faith that I have. I have faith in God. Now, when God tells me, now this is what I said to the to the lady yesterday. I said, but if God tells me, leave that alone, I will not disobey God. I will not. But it's not because I have Nothing but love in my heart for that person. But see what God will do sometime. And listen, and this is amazing because it, it, I talked to a senior yesterday, a senior the day before. And when I say senior, my senior citizen are people that are 70 years old and older. They're my senior citizens. And then the other one said similar to the same thing. And they said how there was a segregation of an engagement, and then they had some people to do something there and some people to do something there. And I said, but what, was that necessary? And they said, well, yes, because for the sake of peace, Alfreda, they said you got some people that just stay messy and be messy. So for the sake of peace, you find yourself to say, you know what? Is that really love? But I'm telling y'all, listen to me. There are a lot of people that's going to learn this year. When you ask that question, is it really love? And when you look for those ingredients of love, listen to me. It is not going to dishonor you. They're not going to dishonor you. They're not going to dishonor themselves. They're not going to dishonor even, because, you know, I had to say a couple of things to this individual in a nice way, you know, because they was building me from my dentist's office incorrectly. And then I really didn't like the type of tone and talk that the person had who told me they was the manager, and then we backtracked, and then, you know what, it's still on my bill, and I went back and addressed it again. And so, you know, I, I, I just said to them, I said, you know, I was never treated this way. I'm kept, I just kept it 1,000. I said, when the office manager was a Caucasian, I said, I don't know if you're trying to prove a point because of your color that you're going to be stern and, and, and with people. But first off, this amount is not correct. And so they was like, oh, well, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. Well, what are you doing? I said, because I have went longer than this and oh, five times this much. And the person who was in this place 
that was a Caucasian never talked or treated me this way. And so sometimes when you know you've been dealing business with people and it's getting to that place. And, and, and this is when I look at things and I think about the ingredients of, of even just doing people doing their job professionally. They don't have no love for their job. Because when you start dissecting and, 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 and discriminating and making things personal and making things about their personal agenda, that's, that's not a love for the job. But as time, you know, and I went and I addressed, I said, well, listen, the next time I went in personally, the first time I went in personally just to point it out because I did it over the phone. So then I had to walk in the office and point it out. And then after that, I come back and here it is again, months and months later, this same amount is coming in the mail on a bill after I, after I updated my address. And then I'm like, you know, you trying to do things decent and in order. But at the same time, you got people handling you like, listen, this is not personal. You know, for 33 years, from my very first job at McDonald's until God set me down in 2014 from mainstream employment, I dealt with customer service. And one thing I never made about my job was nothing personal. Whatever a person did, and trust me, I have never believed the customer is always right. To me, that's a big, bald-faced lie. But I have always been honorable, respectful, and rendering the best service that I was hired to render. Even when the customer was wrong to the wrong as two left feet, I'm just saying. But that didn't make me re react or interact or not address whatever they needed to address and to do it professionally, decent, and in order. And this is why sometimes people don't understand. I'm going to say this and I'm going to bring this pen. I got to put a pen before I, um, before I put a pen, let me tell you. What blocks a lot of people's blessings is that they do not love. I mean, is it really love? Sometimes people be trying to figure out what's going on in their life. Why I keep taking five steps forward and ten steps backwards. Why is it that every time you turn around, just when I'm thinking, why, God, why, if you're asking God why, and not just about yourself, but some people, especially people who raise, and I always say when you're raising little people and little children, why? Well, let me tell you something that God says in his word, because you don't love people the right way. The Bible even says, it says, nouns come faith, hope, but the greatest is love. God created love. He created us in love. He created us for love. And even when we get to this place in life, listen, y'all got to grab this. It says that no matter what goes on in the world, Oh, no man, nothing but love. We don't owe people anything, people. 
Because whatever we got in this world, guess what? God made it possible for us to get it. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Let me repeat that. Whatever we got in this world, and I know that don't sound like correct English, but God gave it to us. God granted us the breath of life for it to be possible. God gave us life and strength to get a job and go to that job. God gave us life and strength to get the money from that job. God gave people life and strength to get the education or the skills to get that job. It was God. And at any day, his grace and mercy is not extended because of love. You won't have the ability to get up and go. You don't know in a course of a day things that occur and happen with people. And I think a lot of times that's the first thing I examine. Wonder if they had real love. Was it really love? And this is how sometimes people just get shocking news. This is how sometimes shocking things just happen to people because they are not able to show love. This is why sometimes things befall on people's children because the Bible is going to be fulfilled. And the Bible says, and because of iniquity, it's just like an evil. God said he will visit the iniquities to the third and fourth generation. So what that is, them y'all children, children, and children. And that's why I taught mine. Now it's up to them to teach theirs. Hello. Do you really love? But you got some people. They don't conform to their environment. They don't adopt to their environment. They don't adopt to what they've been taught. They go about and establish their own forms of righteousness. But it's not right not to love people. And I'm telling you this because this is the law of God. This is God's law. God's law says, listen to me. It's in the book of Matthew. When the, when the lawyer was talking to Jesus, let me say this before I put a pen in the podcast. I'm telling y'all, you want to find your life afflicted. You want to find yourself caught up and tied up with somebody that you don't even know. And I'm telling you, people been married and shacking and, and living with folks, they don't even know. And then some of them, they don't, they, they don't even know if they want to be with them. And, 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 I mean, it's a lot of confusion in the mind of the people. And when God unlocked my confusion, listen to me. He had me to put it on paper. How to Always Love. It is available on Amazon. How to Always Love. And listen to me. When I share with you what I share with you about my books, let me tell y'all something. I didn't write down them books for profit because I don't make a profit. Let me just put it out there. I'm telling you the honest truth. By the time, because I inserted color in my books, by the time whatever the cost is to print, and the color on the paper, the glossy cover, the type and the size. Listen, what the book costs is what it costs to, to, to create the book and make it and print it. I'm just saying. So I, when I encourage people to go to get one of my books, it's not because I'm in it for a profit. And even if there was a few nickels and dimes, it goes forward to WDGS. 
it don't even come to me. So listen to me. I share these things with you to help make your life better. I share these things with you out of love. Because again, what does the word say? It says love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. When you get that part right there, I break the whole thing down in the book. What does that mean? I took the whole 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, and I dissected it. That's why I can identify one of those people who love me and those people who don't love me. Because once God taught me how to love, then I began to recognize what love looked like. And I began to understand that love always going to tell the truth. No matter what. It may not make you look good. It may not make you sound good. But you're going to tell the truth. And I ain't talking about the truth just to make people look bad. I'm talking about the love according to the Bible. To help those people get delivered. To help them, let me repeat that, get delivered. To help them get delivered. To help them be set free. The Bible says in Romans 12 and 9, love must be sincere. In Colossians, it says, over all these virtues, put on love. And even when you look at uh, Romans 12 and 9, it says, love, hate, what is evil. You see that? Hate what is evil. And I do. I hate what is evil. And sometimes, sadly, evil show up, even in the people who done told us they love us. But when you start realizing and recognizing, is it really love? That's not love. That's not love. And for years, I let people mistreat me, and I knew it wasn't love. But I kept dealing with it. But I'm telling you, at the beginning of 2023, that's why when the senior person said to me what they said yesterday, I could respect and embrace. I said, and you're absolutely correct. There comes a time and season for everything under the sun. And this year of 2023, even before this year entered into this year, I mean 2024, at the end of 2023, Everybody that came to me in a way that this was dishonor and disrespectful, God said, don't carry them into 2024. Leave them right there. So I told an older lady person yesterday, I can respect what they saying. Now, if I see them walking down the street, I'm going to absolutely speak because I'm not that kind of person. I speak to everybody. But do I have to entangle myself with those yokes of bondage? Absolutely not. And you can put that in the Google search. Do not entangle yourself with the yokes of bondage. Google that and see if God don't approve of you disconnecting from people that's messy, people that's disrespectful, people that constantly dishonoring what you are and who you are. You don't have to you don't have to entangle with that. If it's not really love, you do not have to entangle. I'm just trying to help people who want to be helped. I want to want to enlighten people who want to be enlightened. The Bible says in Ephesians 4 and 2, be completely humble and gentle. 
Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And I did that, and I do that. But when it's not being reciprocated in this year, I'm not entertaining. Because this is why I'm telling y'all, you love people, but you don't have to engage with them with that nonsense. Listen to me. When God said, and I'm going to say this, and here come the pen in the podcast. When God said, through his word, that love is the greatest, to show love is the greatest. When Jesus was doing his teaching, and the lawyer asked him the question, what does the law say is the greatest law? And he asked the lawyer, he said, well, aren't you a lawyer? Shouldn't you know the law? See, they were trying to set him up to see what answer he was going to give them. And so he told them the greatest law. Listen, this is a law. I hope y'all get this. This is a law. The greatest law is to love God, love your neighbor. And love yourself. And so when the lawyer said that, then that's when Jesus told him, and right you are. That's a law. And every time you show hateful, evil, every time you don't mix them ingredients and you display them and you spit them out your mouth and they come out your heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. That's a scripture. You can Google that. It's a scripture. Say that. And then when your mouth speak all that jacked up, messed up, toe up from the flow up stuff, then your ingredients to love is not authentic. So I close with the question, is it really love? <clears throat> you can only answer that. But as for me, I know the definition of love. And I know love when I see it, and I know hate when I hear it. Hello. And I know when I don't see love. And if I continue to engage with people, that's because God permissioned me to do so. And if it's, if it's listen, other than that, because I don't work in the profession no more. You know what I'm saying? So I now, only thing I do, I serve. I serve people by serving God. And I share with them what God say. Out of love. It's all out of love. I share the truth out of love. I tell the truth out of love. Because no matter what, I know what the words say. That that's the greatest gift. And I don't delight in any evil. I don't rejoice in anything but the truth. And that's what my Bible teaches me. And that's why I can sit here sincerely and say I love everybody in the whole wide world. Everybody. And whatever I can do to be better. At being better, I'm going to do that for myself because I love me too. 
So I know how to love God. I know how to love others. And I know how to love myself. And that is the law. All the rest of this stuff, it's going to fade away. But that's the law that Jesus said is the greatest law. And if you're not doing that, guess what? You are a lawbreaker. <laughs> a spiritual law. I'm just saying. Think about it. You are a breaker of spiritual law. And when people don't love others, they are a breaker of the spiritual law. When they don't love God and when they don't love themselves. So the question again, is it really love? Only you can example that from the ingredients that I've shared. Make time. Go to Amazon. Look up. Just put in my name, Alfreda Putman. And then scroll down. You should see the book is Ladies. And I titled that because of my position spiritually. My position spiritually is is encouraged. My, my, my duty spiritually. It says the older women are to teach the younger women, to teach them how to be chaste housewives. Now, don't get me wrong. If a man ordered a book, because I have had some men that told me that they ordered the book, get it for your girlfriend, get it for your wife, but get it for yourself if you don't know how to love. But the full title is Ladies, What Did God Say? And then the subtitle is how to always love. Find that out. And that way you can answer the question, is it really love? God blessings to each and every one of you. The first part got interrupted, so I had to come back in and conclude. And may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Go out and express love. Show love from God to other people as well as yourself. Amen. Bye for now.